Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Green Room Podcast. I'm Matthew Breen. Joining me once again is Colin Mitchell. Colin, um, <laughs> I saw you wearing that shirt earlier today um, when you had um, sent a selfie in our group in our group text, mm-hmm. and I try, I was going to put the uh, the Popeyes employee hunched over. You know what I'm talking about, meme. And I was gonna say this shirt after being worn five times in in one week. <laughs> you know what's funny? This is the shirt that you said you've never seen me wear before. Yeah, but now I feel like I see it all the time. I think. Um, well, it's it's. I oddly enough, I think I've worn it on the last three podcasts. <laughs> here I got it. Let Listen, it's my it. it's my Saturday shirt, my weekend shirt. It's your weekend shirt. It's my it's my going out shirt. No. <laughs> wow. Wow, Colin. Okay. Well, here's the meme for those watching on YouTube. Oh, oh, that meme. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, here, let me just zoom in. <laughs> Anyways, you get the picture. Um that that meme. So, I was going to I was going to say that that was your shirt. I promise I wear it once a week, and it just so happens to be on podcast day. <sighs> I don't know. It's the most like comfortable shirt. It's the most comfortable shirt in my closet. Let's I feel like on. I could challenge you on that, but I'm not. I'm wearing a Russell Westbrook jersey. You need you need me to take a okay. You need me to take a picture of my shirt every day and send it to you? No. No. Okay. No. No, thank you. I'm okay. Don't need that. Um but I'm trying to think. Anything else? Uh we got uh housekeeping before we get started. Um the chip is on its way. Mm. The chip is on its way. Can I get a link to the exact chip so I can see if it's hot enough or if I need it, to get my own? It's literally the fuck. It's literally the Pocky Challenge chip. That's literally the main chip. If you go and look, where, it up. where is it on the way here? Like, where is it in the? It shipment? gets here on Monday. Okay, it gets here on Monday. So, uh, gets here Monday. We'll do the preview, the bowl preview podcast since they play a week from today on Saturday. Um, I don't know. We'll do it on like what Wednesday. whatever next week because you're coming you're coming to watch the game yeah i'm coming to to df dub Mm. uh saturday i think i'm coming on saturday so in-person pod possibly about the obliteration that north texas will post game yeah post game for sure yeah post game for sure so um yeah anyways that's an update just for everybody wondering that we will do the hot chip challenge for the pre-game show we will be on zoom like this or not zoom stream yard here just like this um not in person for that but yeah i am so excited it's on its way it's on its man way. you really lost what does that tell what does that what does that say about you as a better you know losing to a guy that never bets means i should stop <laughs> that's, what <it> means. <laughs> that's what it means there's the analysis i should stop um i did watch there's a video on youtube of tony hawk doing this challenge um, there's no way you stay like that he here's my prediction incredibly... you're about to be you're really you're gonna try to do the you're gonna try to play it off you're gonna you're gonna be like yeah yeah and you're gonna be like this while i'm talking or whatever and that's gonna hit you and you're just gonna start salivating because that's what it does that's Dude, what it does i don't think i'm gonna be fine <laughs> I, I, know, I don't think you're gonna i'm be not fine. gonna put up a facade tony hawk if you go watch tony hawk which i sent it to you but if i'm talking to all the people oh yeah you're listening if y'all go watch tony hawk he was incredible and the challenge for them 100%. was they were trying to go five minutes without drinking uh, anything. So 
that's what they were trying to do. I don't know if that is the challenge or if that like if that's what it says on the instructions or whatever that you try to do, but he was just awesome. It was it was the host, um, what's his name? Sean, Sean of Hot Ones, who was dying. And I was like, Man, if Sean is dying, how am I gonna be what, able what to What was the spiciest thing you've eaten in the last month? <laughs> that's a great question. Because let me tell you, your taste buds are not ready. You I know. Even, I feel like you, gotta, you haven't warmed them up. It's too late. Yeah. No, it's too late. They're not. Tell. You. It's like. It's like. It's like saying you're gonna run a marathon with a week prep. Because that's not. You don't do it. You just. Colin. Don't. Colin. I. My blood is from Mexico. I don't think you understand. I will be. Rooney. My grandparents will be. Will be with me in spirit, and we will get through this together. They're gonna be rolling over. They will yelling be. at you from the heavens. <laughs> uh, um, but anyways, so yeah, that's that's gonna be the hot chip challenge. Uh, we should probably set a date for it whenever we know we're gonna do the podcast. We want to say Wednesday. I think Wednesday would be a good day. Whatever day. I'm trying to think if I have anything on Thursday that I need to like push back, but I don't think I have anything. So let's try it for Wednesday tentatively, Thursday night or Thursday afternoon or whenever we want to do it. Um. Sometime on, on Thursday. That's the plan. No, did I say Thursday or Wednesday? Wednesday. Sometime on Wednesday. Mm. Okay. That's the plan. All right. Um, with all that being said, basketball was played, Colin. Yes. North Texas played some basketball. Uh played Grand Canyon. Now, since we last did a podcast on basketball, it's been a it's been a while, right? We did a- there's there's been a lot of football happening. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we did after the Paul Quinn game. During the Paul Quinn game, they went to tournament uh, in I don't even remember where the tournament was. But it went to a tournament, went two and one, lost to UNC Wilmington. It was a pretty bad loss. It wasn't even as close as the four points was. But they also had good wins over Long Beach State, good win over San Jose State, but a bad loss as well. So then they beat Nebraska Omaha by thirty. Doesn't matter. That team sucked. Beat UTA sixty to fifty seven. I don't think UTA is bad. I saw UTA push LSU. So. Um, I know UTA, UTA is not terrible, but I, you know, I would have liked North Texas to maybe pull, uh, pull away a little bit more. Uh, but today, Saturday, December 10th, North Texas played Grand Canyon, uh, basically on a road game. The game was in Phoenix at the yeah. Suns, uh, the Suns uh, Arena, and Grand Canyon is in Phoenix, for those who don't know. So it was basically an away game. And Grand Canyon, for those, um, Grand Canyon is basically the 108th team in Ken Palm. They are a very, very solid team year after year uh, in the WAC. And Scott Drew's I, brother is the coach there. Scott Drew's brother is the coach there. I knew Grand Canyon would be good. Grand Canyon is a good d- defensive team um, most years. And Grand Canyon is also ranks uh, ranked 330th in tempo on the year. So I knew it would be a slow game, lower, lower scoring game. With all that being said, Colin, North Texas gets the job done 60-58. to 58 in a game where North Texas – I mean, neither team had control, right? Neither team yeah. had control. I thought North Texas did a good job late, um, kind of stealing back momentum here. But overall, I don't think it was anything crazy to this game. But what, what were your takeaways? The only takeaway – Oh, God. Me, we're going right into it? We'll go, I got to go right into it. Is it okay, Abu ahead. cannot make a layup, this team's going to have issues. Because let me tell you, the only reason that they won this game is because he was able to get the offensive rebound because he was taller. 
only reason they won this game. Because oh. if those putbacks don't go up and go back in, we are having a completely different conversation. And we are way angrier. I mean, I'm not, I guess I'm not angry. I'm angry at Abu. Yeah. But we are having a completely different conversation of where this team's at. Because Abu needs to be an important guy in this team. That He's going to be – I mean, we, we said this earlier in the season when he was missing shots. He has to shoot above 50%. He's shooting 43% right now. I think I sent it to you so Ooh. I can double-check that number. Sorry, Ooh. 45%. 45% is a big man. Ooh. And, I mean, it's 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 easy stuff. You and I were texting back and forth just like, come on, man. You know, like it's just the last shot. You know, the last shot of the game for North Texas, it was like, what is – he could have put the game away. And then when he missed it, if Grand Canyon makes a three, they lose that game or push it to overtime with the two. Yep. So, I mean, it's it's – and a team like North Texas isn't going to put teams away on the offensive end. It's the way it's always been. It's going to be on the defensive end. So if you can get, you got to get your easy ones. And if you can't get your easy ones, Abu's going to play himself off the off off the offensive scheme, game plan. It's a yeah, it's a great point. I think uh, I was just looking through his numbers. Obviously, as a freshman, he only had fifty five shot attempts. He shot 55 percent from the field last year. Had 259 shot attempts, shot 49% from the field. Uh, that number stayed true in conference as well. Uh, this year, he is shooting 44% from the field on 66 shots. Um, and I, I just don't – like you said, I think you I think you made all the good points is that this offense cannot afford for their big man not to score. Yeah. And – we took it for granted to an extent with Zach Simmons and we just assumed Abu would be able to step right in and fill his shoes, but it's not easy. It's not easy to hit those post hooks. It's not easy to finish, but we're not even asking him to make tough shots. We're asking him to make the easy shots. There were two bunnies that he smoked and including the one that you mentioned right before the last, that could have stretched it to four points with like 10 seconds left. He smokes it. They go down and get a chance to tie or win the game. Like that just can't happen. This team becomes far too perimeter or perimeter oriented if he cannot finish. And here's a stat for you. We had talked about this earlier in the season, and it has stayed true. North Texas is shooting 41% from two yeah. this year. That's 351st in the country. And if Abu is, continues to shoot sub 50, sub 45%, that number is not going to go up. They don't have finishers in the lane besides Kai Huntsbury, who I like a lot, but like asking him to finish at an, at a really high clip to bring your whole offense up is asking way too much. So yeah. you have Kai, you know, Aaron, I like, uh, that's Jaden Martinez sometimes, but it's a boo. A boo is your paint touches. Like Zach mm-hmm. Simmons used to be your paint touches. A boo is your paint touches and you don't have JV on anymore that can get his way in the paint. So you don't have Thomas Bell who can dribble down into the paint. It's a lot of that shifted to Abu, and he hasn't been able to come through to this point. Like bluntly, just bluntly, he has not been able to come through. I was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt during the game, and then that last miss just set me off. Set me off over the top. I was just like, "All right, what are we doing here? If you can't make that, like that's a tip that I would make in twenty one, and he just smoked it. And I was just like, "All right, man." Yeah. Um, and it's like I said, it's it's he saved himself from my wrath by getting those putbacks because, man, I, I was texting you the whole time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you, you, you completely said it. This team's field goal percentages is, is low and it comes from from Abu. And, and the, another issue is, too, is 
Abu doesn't have the same skill set as Zach has, but he has the same type of he has to play the same way. Uh, Zach yeah. was able to get double team and, and find guys. Um, Abu can to an extent, but Zach was always doubled and opened up, you know, other avenues for other players. Whereas Abu's not even getting doubled right now because he doesn't need to be doubled, and and he's not able to 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 complete those shots against smaller guys. So if if Abu can't fix that, there is going to be we're going to see a lot of really 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 bad offensive games. And and I would the first half of this game. I was disgusted. I mean, pretty much the whole time. And then Kai finally, you know, did something in the second to start the second half. But like you said, this team can't be perimeter oriented, especially when they don't have, I don't want to say they don't have uber athletic guys that can get themselves open on the perimeter. They're not going to be shaking guys off the dribble uh, to hit a three. I mean, Tyler obviously can do that, but you're not going to be, you know, they're not going to create their own shot every time down the court. I don't even know if Tyler, how well Tyler can do that, right? Like he can do it. Uh, yeah, I there guess are several possessions that go down possessions. the last that go down <laughs> the last five seconds, and you're just like, all right, Tyler, bail us out. Like, and while again, he's very, very good. He can hit that step back at times. He's also five ten. That's what I mean. That's what asking I mean, yeah. him to do that consistently, consistently, every single possession is asking way too much. No, like, that's not pretty- sustainable. No, it's not at all. And so while, yes, and this all ties into them being 363rd in offensive, you know, possession length, average possession length. So dead last in terms of offensive tempo, uh, second to last overall. Did you know the last, uh, the only team slower than them as far as overall is uh, Charlotte? Isn't that crazy? Really? Charlotte. Yeah, They've, 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 they've come a long way. I don't know how they got down here. But They've come a long way. I don't know they how they got off. down here. They they used to have, yeah, they used to have those guards that were good. They used to have some players. Now they are uh, very slow as well. So, um, But regardless, when you're the slowest team in the country and then you just give the ball to Tyler and say, all right, make a play or something, there were several shot clock violations. He got bailed out on that three-point shot. I can't uh, believe that was they counted. That. Oh, man. Where he lost the ball and then got up pump-faked, <laughs> and the guy jumped, and he just boom, bumped into yeah. it, threw it up. I was like, okay. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you get into those situations, and it's just not sustainable. It's not. So that's why early in the clock, if you can get Abu on the block to either force help or maybe get a good look at the rim that he can finish – it, it goes a long way. It just goes a very long way. Because if not, I think if he continues to be inefficient, the offense has to turn to him as like a screener. The offense has to turn to, I think, a lot more Aaron Scott and Jada Martinez lineups if he can't finish. Because while he is capable of blocking shots and being a good rebounder, um, Jada Martinez is just such a more talented offensive player that I think at some point you have to go to him more. Yeah, But like that's what it's going to be. And... It, 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 all I'm saying is that he's playing himself on a little bit of thin ice right now, offensively. That is, yeah. So, um, what else? What else? Uh, I liked how Kai played, I thought Kai played aggressively. Um, yeah, he's, not, he's, I mean, he's shooting 44% from two, which is actually not bad for a guard. Um, his concern is that he's shooting 27% from three, so we'll have to see if that comes around at all. But I think when he's aggressive and going to the rim, I think he's fine, he's a good player. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I mean, Kai's going to have to be, you know, the guy that carries his team now because Tyler can do can do some of it. But like you said, he's 5'10 and can't always get to the rim, especially when they play bigger teams. So, yeah, um, Tyler's shooting. Oh, what was it? I just saw it. It was like in the 20s from uh, from two. Yeah, he's shooting. No, no, I'm sorry. Thirty five and a half percent from two. 
Yeah, and that and he's not he's just not going to be able to carry you, you know, yeah. in, in that aspect. Um, Ruben, I think once he gets gets up to speed, he'll get there. Um, there was a couple flashes. I mean, that pass he had to Abu that Abu smoke. Oh was that Abu or Aaron Scott? Actually, no, it was Scott or it was was it Scott? Whoever missed it, I think it was Scott. Yeah, I, yeah, I was I was pretty upset about that. Um, sorry, Abu. Um, <laughs> but I think I think once you know he kind of gets his legs under him and catches up, he'll be, he'll be good. But at the end of the day, this team needs to find some kind of consistency because last year, like you said, they had another interior presence with, with Thomas and mm-hmm. I don't, they don't have that dominant athletic guy, not even necessarily dominant, just athletic guy that can kind of impose his will, um, you know, dunking, whatever. So they have to get the easy bu- buckets and I don't really know how they can get that because we haven't seen the motion that, you know, we were expecting coming this season. They've, they ran a little bit today. I mean, they ran, I guess, what was it? Two Twice. two times up and down the court, and I was like, "Oh, they're finally running." And then they stopped. <laughs> but, yeah. but you know, there has to be more. There has to be something else because you can't keep doing the same thing where it's screen Abu, he moves down to the block, and then you have Kai or Tyler on the perimeter just dribbling until either Abu's open or you get the shot from the guard because it's yeah. just it's just it's just not going to work. It's just not going to work. Yeah, I thought Ruben. Uh, he was back. That was good. Good to see Ruben back. He only shot three times. You know, I wish he was a little bit more aggressive. In twenty-five minutes, you need guys to, you know, be a little bit more aggressive. When you only have seven men, it, it's a seven-man rotation. I mean, Tyree didn't shoot a lick in eighteen minutes. So, how disappointing has that been for you? That, that what Tyree, Tyree did? Tyree not like kind of not been a, a factor at all this year so far. It's been disappointing, I think, because if you look at his his stats just in his career, you're looking at a guy who last year went 34 of 90 from three, so that's 38%. The year before that, shot 39% and, uh, from three. Um, and all these years, he's shooting between 70 and 93s, so that's almost, you know, two, two and a half a game, mm-hmm. you know, and he's shooting 38, 39% for four straight years at North Dakota State, which is not a bad school. Uh you know, you would like to get something in that respect. And then from two, he was shooting 50 plus percent almost every year. I, I, that's been one of the bigger surprises that I feel like we're not talking about and we don't even consider because he just doesn't touch the ball and doesn't shoot. Yeah. This guy used to be a pretty good scorer. Yeah. Like probably, probably third, really... third on a team in uh, North Dakota State, right? If I'm saying 10 points, I'm just guessing. Yeah. Just let me get his stats before I. But, but regardless, you, you have to, and I bring up Tyree because I was thinking you have to have a guy to replace a guy like Marjez McBride. Um, you brought up I Ruben mean, only shooting three shots. Marjez could have his, his score. We haven't seen a second score really outside of, or sorry, I guess third score. We third haven't score. seen really a third score. Third you score. Know, That's Tyler, Tyler will get his. Kai will get his. Yes. Where is the guy that can step up if those other two guys aren't having a good night? And up to this point, Kai has been shooting well from three. He's been getting points. Tyler, you know, we already talked about his uh, interior field goal percentage. You need to have the other guy that can kind of steady the ship when there is a sl- shooting slump. Again, it should be a boo, but I don't trust a boo to be yeah. the number three on this team. Tyree E last year was first team all defense in the summit and uh, averaged 10 and a half points per game last year and was yeah. second on assist. Like he scored over a thousand points in his career in four years. So that's what I'm I saying. Mean, why, why aren't like he has to be involved somehow in my eyes? I, I think I, you look at the ceiling of this team and you look at how can this team get better. It's Ruben Jones and Tyree. Okay. And obviously Abu making shots. That would be great. Cool. Yeah. But <laughs> you look at 
Edie and Jones specifically, like I think Martinez is what he is. He's going to shoot the ball. He shot the ball six times and went one of six. That's not good, but I think he's going to get about five shots a game or so because he is a talented offensive player. Edie's not even shooting. Yeah. It feels like Edie is getting J.J. Murray treatment where he's a great defender. And so when you're a great defender, like you can't touch the ball. And I just don't think that's that's fair to him because he is in – I don't – I'm not going to say infinitely. I'm going to be respectful of J.J. He is a lot more t- t- offensively skilled and proven than J.J. Murray was. Yeah. And he's getting zero shots here. Now, I'm not saying that's the coaches. I'm not saying that's his teammates. I'm saying maybe that's just him looking at how this offense plays where it is very Perry pound the rock, Huntsbury pound the rock, Abu pound the rock, and there's not enough touches for everybody else here. And that's what yeah. goes to your point of saying coming into the year, we talked to Mac before before the season. And it's like, you know, we're going to have to pick up the pace a little bit. We're going to have to maybe have some more motion. We have to have some more uh, – get more people involved offensively because since we don't have Tom, Tyler uh, Thomas Bell kind of pounding the rock there. And I was like, okay, this is all great. This all makes complete sense. And now if it's like Tyreedy has just become J.J. Murray. Yeah. And I don't – think that was supposed to happen that was not the plan when you get a guy that averaged 10 and a half points per game and scored over a thousand points in four years in his career and he took zero shots in this game like that's yeah. just mind-boggling it's nuts. <laughs> it's nuts so yeah him and then ruben i think will get better i think ruben will get better at that knee i think is still bothering him but i think he'll get back from it and and be a lot better but to only shoot three times in 25 minutes i think is also concerning he's gonna have to be a little bit more aggressive so yeah, uh, Kai ends the game shooting 16 times, Abu 14 times, Ty- Tyler 13 times, you know, uh, Jaden 6, and so on and so forth. So, yeah, I would like that Abu number to be a little bit lower. I think I mentioned it to you. I think it was the UT Arlington game. Let me double check. My yeah, I think, I think it was. Uh, before I do it. Yeah, he went 4-6, Abu did, from the field. I would love it if Abu shot 6 or 7 times a game instead of 14 times a game. Like, that just feels right. And you can say whatever you want. Be like, oh, you know, they're not uh, – Abu has the one-on-one matchup, you know, stuff like that. We got to get our paint touches. If he's not shooting 50% from the field, I don't want him shooting 14 times. Yeah. I don't care. I don't give a damn. I don't want him yeah. in the double digits. He should not be hitting double digits. If he is three of nine, turn it off. Cut off the water. I don't want to see it. <laughs> That's it. No, you're right. Because then it's – it's what's the difference between shooting that and a midi? There's not, there's not a difference. Just give it to Kai and he, have him hit an elbow jumper instead of, instead of uh, Abu trying to or anything, to yeah, or anything. So, um, and I know, um, as I just continue to look at stats and just put together what we saw. What Here, we've here's seen, here's a question I'll ask you, and I kind of asked you this uh, through text. Um, obviously, you study basketball a lot more than me. What would you? I don't want to say change because the coaches obviously know more with their own team, but what would you like to see from an offensive standpoint to possibly get other players involved? Well, on, well, first, first you have to, at some point try to play with a little bit of pace. Just but what does that look like to you though? Pace Cause, cause, and go ahead. So, because you know, toward the start, the start of the second half, and, and a little bit toward the toward the middle of the second half, they kind of you know had a little bit more pace shooting earlier in the shot clock. But that was once they finally got in rhythm off of Kai. But how do you continue that pace or continue that rhythm instead of just going to dead stop nothing? 
I think you can have pace within the half court and you can have pace within the full court. Even if they're not pushing the ball up the court, you they need to get in not only get into their stuff faster, but make a decision of what you want to do. If you're going to run a high ball screen, then go get into it and look for a shot. It feels like whenever they run stuff, it's not for a shot in the first 15 seconds. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest concern. And I don't want to say problem, but players are scared to shoot in the first 15 seconds of the shot. I was clock. just about to say that. It's almost like they're scared to shoot. It's not. And it, and that's, and uh, you can say that's an indictment. You can say whatever you want, but I think it's a fact. You look at guys uh, like a Tyree Edie. You look at Aaron Scott. You look at even a lot of times Kai and Tyler are not looking to shoot in the first 15 seconds of the clock ever. Yeah. Ever. Um, and with that being the case, you limit your you limit yourself to what you can do in the half court when you're not looking to shoot in the first 15 seconds. Yeah. Not only because the defense knows you're not shooting, but because offensively, when you get that late in the clock, what do you have to do? Like, what happens when you get late in the clock, right? You have to simplify. You're either ISOing, you're either ball screening, you're either posting up or driving. Like, that's it. Those are your options. You don't have time for a DHO into a stagger off ball where he's come down off a pin down and, you know, trying to get a three. And if that's not there, then you have a role man. You don't have time for complicated things at that point. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that, that's the whole point of, of running offense early in the clock is that you have options. When you work later in the clock, you have less options. And that's what we are seeing with this team is that when you work so, and we've seen that in the last four years to also, to be fair, you've just had JV on Hamlet, Zach, Thomas, you know, guys, James Reese, guys that can bail you out to a degree. This year, they still have guys that are capable of bailing them out. But Tyler Perry shooting 35% from two. Kai is shooting 43% from two. Uh, Abu shooting 45% from two. They, It's not the same. Yeah. It's not the same. So if you're going to play at this pace, you are not going to shoot be shooting a higher percentage from two because you don't have the players that you've had the past few years. That's just bottom line. That's just how it goes. So that's why the hope, and that's why I think McCaslin even hopes to a degree that this team would play faster and this team would be able to get shots maybe earlier in the clock. But they haven't been able to do that. And so think, when that this is just a different team. It's a you don't yeah. have that well, you've had the past couple of years. Two things. I want I want to slightly push back on that because I feel like coming into the season, we thought that these players would be more skilled. Not necessarily as not to bail anybody out. I don't think they're, they're they're those type of guys, but I feel like they're more they have they have more uses. They're they're more dynamic. Tyree Eady is is you know we've said he's been relegated to quote unquote JJ role. Clearly a scorer. Kai Huntsbury, I would argue, is you know probably the most skilled player on the team and one of mm-hmm. the most skilled team players last yep. year. So Aaron Scott growth, you know Matthew Stone, I'm not sure about still, but you get those guys and yeah. you should have more dynamicism. Now to I wanted to play to a to, to kind of play devil's advocate for the coaching and kind of go against what I just said. What if these guys aren't that, what if they're not what they thought? And that's why they can't do the motion. They can't give it to give it to the other guys because they're just not there yet. I love, I love this coaching staff and I, I want to preface that before I say anything else. The past five years, the past six years have been the same. They have yeah. won a hell of a lot of games. All right. Yeah. Never taken anything away from them with that. Great coaching staff. North Texas is lucky to have them 100%. But this is how they're going to play. And for me and you and anybody else, even though McCaslin told us before the year, even though – and he's told me that before uh, several years 
there yeah. this isn't one type thing to where it's been like, you know, I think we're gonna play with a little bit more pace this year. I think we're gonna push some things. Um and then all of a sudden, you know, whether it's injuries, whether it's lack of depth, whether it's JV on Hamlet, like wh- whatever the reason is, it's like, oh well, you know, we're just gonna play slow again. Like, yes, you can find reasons, but at the end of the day, you are what you are. Yeah. And you're gonna find reasons to go back to what you are. And again, to won them a lot of games. It won them a game today. That that against a good Grand Canyon team. So c- good. Congratulations to them. Our question is, and this is why we're asking the question, is this the personnel that is going to be capable of winning a championship? Because that's what we hold the standard to, whether regular season or tournament. Is this the personnel that is going to be capable of doing what those last three teams did? Yep. And yep. I don't know the answer to that. I don't think I I don't think it's as capable of doing that. This team feels like a team more capable of playing with a little bit of pace in the half court, playing with a little bit of pace in the full court. Yep. Um, it feels more. Ath- I would I say know. that okay, the guards and wings feel more athletic. I mean, Kai is pretty athletic. Aaron's pretty athletic. Jaden's yeah. pretty athletic. Um, Ruben is uh, kind of athletic, kind of a ground. I don't know if guy. you want to count Sissoko. Sissoko, yeah, but he yeah he doesn't play, but he is yeah. front court athletic definitely. Yeah. Um, I think Tyree's a pretty good athlete. Yeah. So again, if you look at the years prior, I think it made a lot more sense because you didn't have those type of guys. You had Javion, you had Zach. Reese was the exception, obviously. Reese was great athlete, love him. Drez was kind of hitter, was decently athletic, but you were still playing JJ a lot. You're playing a boo some. You played a guy like you know Terrence Lewis. You know it's like this year's team feels like it has the potential. If you wanted to force the issue on offense a little bit earlier, you, you could. could do it. And if you missed, yes, maybe they start running on the other end. But I, you have to trust yourself at some point. Yeah, to get back on defense and get a stop. And yeah. I think Kai in the open court, we saw it on a few occasions today, is capable. And yeah. that's what I want to see uh, them do more of. Yeah, and, and like you said, it's 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 not like we're sitting here saying there's a that the coaching staff should make you know huge changes because they're not champion they're not they're not good coaching staff. It's because we don't we aren't sure that they can win a championship like this like they have in the past. Like if they play like this and it was convincing, like if Abu wasn't missing bunnies like that, you know they'd yeah. be up whatever amount of points. I'd be like, yeah, if they're playing this way and they're winning by ten every game, yeah, go for it. But you can't. There is no, and I, you know, I could be wrong. You know, there is no way you can replicate last season where you win all these close games. There's just, it's just, you can't, you, it's just not going to happen. And then let's remember, even before, before last year, they weren't even last in pace. Like two years ago, let me go back. Two years yeah. ago, they were 350. Okay. Um, and then offensively, they were 331. Uh, before that, they were 333. Uh, before that, they were 275. It's last year where they really went on the end of the spectrum, went 358, and then which was dead last, and then this year 363. Which we yeah. all agree they had to do because of who they had last year. Last year they had to do it because you have JJ, you have Thomas, you have yeah. Boo who's unproven, um, and you had uh, Ruben and it was a Drez. So it's like if it felt like they didn't have the talent to do it. This year, to your point, it feels like they have the talent to play a little bit faster and they're not doing it. And as a result, they're kind of limiting what they can do offensively to yeah. this point. Yeah. So, um, off now, if we want to be positive real quick, cause I know we're running a little bit long, but offense rebounding, they're top 20. 
they're yeah. going to have to continue to do that. Like, again, if you're not making twos, you better at least rebound the damn twos that you're missing and give yourself a second Shout chance. out Abu on that. Shout out Abu <laughs> on that. Uh, they're shooting 35% from three, which is good. Um, I would like that number to be a little bit higher, but it also it's how you generate those threes. And like we said, it's not, it hasn't been the easiest of looks that much, yeah. I'll say. So um, that's going to have to stay above 35%. If that three-point percentage dips at all, they're cooked. They're cooked. And that's, again, you're playing with very, very slim margins here, playing this style with this personnel because they can't make twos. So you damn well better get offensive rebounds and you better make threes. And they've been able to do that so far. So And free yeah. throws. Uh, they're actually making free throws this year a little bit more, 70%. 70% so got to make all those. Yep. All right. Um, I think that's all we got. They got UMass next. That's a good game on the 17th. That'll be tough. And then they got, and then they start conference December twenty second. Probably won't do a podcast until, or at least a probably won't do a basketball pod. I don't know, I don't know when. Maybe after UTSA or something. I was gonna say after UTSA. I was just looking at that. FAU is gonna beat the game though, dude. FAU. They beat Miami, right? FAU. No, no, no. They beat. Uh, what the was, was it? Florida? I'm not gonna act like I know their full schedule. They beat Florida Gulf, Gulf Coast by thirty. Uh, and they beat—I mean, Florida—earlier in the year. That's who it was, Florida. Yeah, they beat—they like they beat the breaks off South Alabama. They beat Detroit Mercy, who's good. Florida Gulf Coast, who's good. It's like that game of North Texas versus FAU. And again, we were holding this team to a very high standard here. FAU and UAB, to me, well, and not not just to me, they're both ranked in the top fifty in Kimpong. Yeah, they are both ranked higher than North Texas. And and that's that's also you know looking at FAU score, they can score the ball. Oh yeah, so thirty eighth in offense. So you, you, sixth, you know, sixth in field effective field goal percentage. Yeah, sixth in three point percentage. FAU is a damn something Ooh. has to break, Ooh. and that's that's gonna be that's gonna be the true true test and gauge of where we're gonna see this team, you know, going closer toward the tournament uh, and the end of the season. So yeah, so um, that FAU game on December 29th will be. I remember a couple years ago when North Texas played Western Kentucky on the first game of the year or of conference, and they lost that game. Um, that'll be the game that kind of tells us a little bit where they where they are. So, yeah, that'll be interesting. All right. Um, and last, uh, anything else? Um, North Texas hires Jared Mosley as the athletic director. Colin, any thoughts? Safe hire. Good hire. Good hire. So good hire. Oh, also, yeah. we didn't know Phil Bennett was the interim coach because we didn't decide to read the Twitter post. Shout out Phil. <laughs> yeah, shout out <laughs> Phil. Interim. Interim head coach. So uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, we'll, like I said, we'll do a preview podcast on Wednesday. You think he wears the green? You think when he's when he's HC, he wears the green or is he, he keep the yellow? You got to keep yellow. <laughs> you got to commit to the bit last that game. That would be huh? the craziest. That would be one of the crazier head coach fits. If you think about it, a coach <laughs> of a green team coming out in bright yellow with a with a with a play card <laughs> with a play card right here. That would be something. I'm rooting for Phil hard because this is the last game of his career. He was yeah. retired before this. Probably. He's probably retiring. Um, yeah. So anyways, yeah, I'm rooting for Phil. We're rooting for North Texas, of course. Obviously, we always do. And we'll do a pregame uh, preview podcast on Wednesday, postgame show afterwards, probably in person, um, even though I don't know how we're going to do that. Um, I guess unless if I stay stay at your place. Yeah, that's what, I was going to ask you that closer to okay. coming here. So Okay, cool. Yeah, we can do that. 
but yeah, that's it. That's all we got for y'all today. We hope y'all enjoyed it. A nice 35 minute basketball podcast. Uh, we will be back later this week in a few days. So uh, until then, um, follow us on YouTube, subscribe or follow us on YouTube, subscribe to our YouTube, leave a like. I took a long nap before this. So yeah, you opened up the podcast with the North Texas daily podcast <laughs> intro. It was crazy. Dude wasn't even on the same planet. First three minutes, I didn't know where I was in this podcast. You know, after you wake up from a good nap, you're just kind of like... I don't even know if it was a good nap or if it was just too short of a nap and you just weren't ready. It was a necessary nap. I've been meaning to take that nap for about six hours. I thought and you were going to say like some something dumb, like a few days. <laughs> you take that nap for a few days. <laughs> I've been waiting for that one. That one That one got me got me good. So anyways, uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll talk to you all later. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube. Uh, leave a like, comment, share, subscribe. Uh, follow us on the Facebook right above my head. Are you still posting the Facebook, Colin? I will say I have I've been, been been not great about it. I do it like every other podcast. You've given up? No, I've not given up. It's just do we have any, me, we, have I, we get like two page views a month. Okay. okay when so I was we, posting regularly. All right. So you want to cut it? You want to put something? No, no, no. Up no. I'll get it. We'll, we'll give it till after the bowl game. You want because I will say the numbers did uptick after the Seth the Seth uh, after UTSA. Okay. So if not if not we'll change this. Well, I don't even know what we change it to. What would you change it to? The YouTube logo. Is it not? Do we not have a YouTube? I can't see behind my light. What's no. over here? No, we don't. Oh, Spotify. Yeah, we change it to a YouTube logo for sure if uh, yeah. Facebook dies. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, all right. That's all we got. We will talk to you all on uh, Wednesday where I will be eating the hot chip. Great. I'm so excited. <laughs> Just prayed. <laughs>